You've tuned into the Bellingham Podcast for the week of October 8, 2017, episode, believe it or not, 53. From the City by the Sailor Sea, I am AJ Barsay. And believe it or not, I am Chris Powell. On this episode, AJ and I are seeing red as the leaves are turning orange and yellow. The green grass is getting wet from all the rain, which is giving us the blues. If you're feeling down about the fall season, stay tuned for some colorful conversation. Let's get this party started. This is the Bellingham Podcast. Two roads diverge in a Barkley forest, and I took the podcast less traveled. How are you doing, Chris? <laughs> I am feeling rather waxing poetically right now. How about you, AJ? I, I can tell. I'm doing pretty good. I'm waxing caffeinated. There so you good. go. I, that's evident, most <laughs> definitely. Uh, what is the topic du jour? So I, I, I liked your, your intro. Uh, I don't know if you've noticed, but it is cold outside. Yeah, you know, as we are lamenting the end of summer, um, I need to be a little countercultural right now. I like layered clothing weather. <gasps> yes. Dun, what? Dun. Yes. No, I, I am a fan of uh, October. It's my favorite month, not because of the World Series or other TV shows that may start up. I think it's just the change of seasons and being able to wear a jacket, <laughs> which is a really uh, juvenile amateur uh, way, but I've always grown up wearing a jacket, uh, okay. and I found that to be a psychological armor against hmm. other people because in the summer you know we're all wearing t-shirts and yeah. such and i just don't feel as protected as i do with uh a layer of clothing around my t-shirt so huh. anyway i'm enjoying this kind of weather sorry y'all i know we'll give it about nine months we'll be back in the beautiful bellingham summer but in the meantime it'd be chilly out there well i mean truth be known i like it too like even even weather like today where it's kind of drizzly cold uh i still ride my motorcycle in so yes. like I mean, I'm wearing a layer underneath my pants, and I've got uh, my vest that I, ro- I, uh, I have underneath my leathers. And yes, it is frigid when I start my motorcycle up, and it's four zero, forty degrees out yeah. at 6 a.m., uh, but I really like it. I like especially the ride back home because, you know, it's nice... It, it's warm enough that I'm not like freezing, shivering all the way home. Uh, and I love the leaves. I mean, I love just when you ride a motorcycle and you hear that like whisk of crunching leaves as you go up like Barkley Boulevard. It's awesome. And it's uh, it's where we are also blessed because we don't have to deal with a 90 minute commute due to a slowdown or a stalled vehicle on one of our roadways. <laughs> right. So, yes, we live in a great place and have a fairly reasonable commute uh, to get to and from our uh, places of uh, work. So, yeah, um, here is a question. Uh As we are approaching the cold season when everyone is kind of hunkering down and indoors, a lot of people are glum and sad and uh, downtrodden. AJ Barsay, how do you (laughs) uh, combat these glum days of uh, early autumn? Well, there ain't no cure for the fall time blues. (laughs) (laughs) Get this man some decaf, folks. Well, no, like I always found that song funny, like the summertime blues. But like here in the Northwest, like fall hits and like depression sets in. And I don't mean that like I just you you genuinely kind of feel mopey a little bit. It's understandable. And I mean, it's not everybody, but myself, myself included. I'm, I'm in one of those bunch where like sads, that seasonal affected disorder really does set in. Um, especially because like you and I get up early in the morning to get into work and stuff. And it's just really depressing when you wake up, especially in the right at the the cusp when we start getting into winter and you go to work and it's dark 
and you leave to go home and it's dark. And like just mentally you're just like, wow, I just I saw no daylight. I feel like yeah. a vampire. The Ides of December uh, are, yeah. are devoid of sun. Yeah. And so um, a few years back, uh, my wife really was being affected by it as well. And so I started doing research as always. Uh, and I started going down the road of home automation. And no, I'm not saying like uh, that keyword that the uh, Amazon Echo uses to s- turn off and on my lights. I, I just use a simple Wi-Fi connected light bulb by a company called LifeX. Um, full disclosure, LifeX did make me a brand ambassador a couple years back. I'm no longer affiliated with them. But they are really cool company when it comes to uh, their tech because um, their light bulbs are really uh, they can be quite expensive. I mean, they can range anywhere from about $60 to $300, and I'll get to that in a second. But they make it really simple to use. They've, I've tried a lot of other connected light bulbs. GE makes some. Um, Philips. Philips. The Philips Hue. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of other Wi-Fi or smart light bulbs, um, they require an extra piece of technology called a hub or they're really laggy if you do use them. Uh, perhaps they use Bluetooth. LifeX made it super simple. Like you connect it to your Wi-Fi hotspot, you use your smartphone, Android or iOS, and it's snappy. Like if you tell it to turn on, it turns on. If it turns off, it turns off. But also their simplistic nature uh, of a light bulb is the fact that it's a light bulb. You should not have to use your phone to turn on and off your lights. So like if you go to a light switch, you know, you can simply like, let's say you left it dim. Uh, You know, as a new dad, I leave it dim uh, in the evening because I'm putting my son down. Right. Um, But maybe in the morning I need to see something because it's dark outside. Right. That brain. I got to wake up that brain. I can use my I can reach over, unlock my phone, blah, blah, blah. Or I can simply just reach over, grab the the light switch, click it on, it'll go to dim, turn it off, turn it back on again, it goes to full bright. Like something simple as you can, you do not need to use an app, like you set it to pink light. Let's say you wanted mood lighting, because a lot of LifeX bulbs, you can have different colors, which I'll also hit on in a second. But, you know, you can clear that and get to light, make it the purpose that it is, a light bulb by simply turning it on and off again. I know that's a horrible tech joke, <laughs> but I was waiting till the end to use it. Roy from the IT crowd called. He wants have you his, try, his... Have you tried turning it off exactly, and on again? Exactly, yes. And I love that. I love that ideology that it is a light bulb with features, not a feature-filled light bulb. That's that's my big shtick with them. But anyway, LifeX bulbs, they range in place, and they range in... Um, aesthetics. So you, if you can, if you have um, really nice can lighting up in your ceiling, they have light bulbs that have that special screw-in mount. Um, they have lighting for what they call beam. I showed this to you actually earlier today, where you can actually have uh, I'll call it nibbles on your wall. If you're familiar with the old game nibbles or snake, where like you have light kind of trail around your your wall or go around corners. I, I think it'll look really cool around crown molding. Just think saying. Commander Riker's uh, quarters in the Star Trek uh, Enterprise. 1401 D or whatever. Yeah, yeah. It's it's really futuristic. It's got the wow factor that in case you're feeling glum and you come home and you see this uh, new get, new home uh, device, you're going to go, wow. Yeah. Uh, they've also got little rope lights. I can't think of what they call that, but kind of like what you, you actually have something similar in your office, but imagine that rope light where you can control the LEDs and the pulsing. And I mean, you can make it red and pulse like a Cylon, you know, like it... It's just really cool the way that they take uh, a simple concept as a light bulb and make it super easy to work with and 
at the end of the day, it turns on, it turns off, it makes light. Um, what's great about all of their, most of their products, even, even their white uh, light bulbs, they just make standard white. It doesn't have to have crazy colors in it, is you can put it on a dimming setting where it will gradually fade up and also gradually fade across different light spectrums if you have different color light bulbs. Um, so it can simulate sunrise and sunset. So it helps with your circadian rhythm. Uh, it's a great biohack. And, you know, I've I've used it for the wintertime especially. And it does. It makes me a little less um, foggy in the morning. Um, having, instead of that or whatever effect you have on your phone these days, because who has an alarm clock? Um, waking up by light, I find, just mentally helps me get through the start of my day. If you're uh, similar to AJ and how light is a factor to you, keep this in mind, folks. We're about two and a half months away from that big holiday where everyone exchanges gifts. Here's an opportunity to get yourself an early Christmas present uh, with some uh, LifeX or other types of adjustable uh, hued LED smart lights. I think it's a great idea because lighting does affect our mood. Yeah. And when we're in a workspace that has uh, fluorescent lighting for eight hours a day, of course we're going to feel like glum because that doesn't rec replicate the sun. So yeah, that's a great idea. Yeah. It, and, and again, like the, the main shtick, and uh, like I said, uh, they don't pay, they're not endorsing us. They're not paying us to say this. Like I said, I like it. I have several, several of their light bulbs in my house. And what's great is there is no hub. You don't have to have this other piece of technology that has to talk to it. The bulb itself connects to your Wi-Fi router. It's great. Speaking of endorsements, uh, we don't have any. And if there are some companies out there that want to endorse us, uh, <laughs> give us a call. Area code 201-731-8324. We'd be happy to chat with you to see if we actually want to take some endorsements. But the stuff we talk about, we buy ourselves yeah. with our own hard-earned cashola. Yeah. So, uh yeah, there's your disclaimer. So. Yeah. So anyway, that, that's that that's my my main thing. Um, what about you, Chris? What do you do to help to get through the the fall time blues? <laughs> in the autumn season, like you uh, are riding in your motorcycle, you get on your bike and you're uh, on the roads. I find that when I'm staring at a screen for eight hours a day, uh, five days a week plus, I really want to not look at a computer screen, but another screen. And that's my vehicle windshield. Uh, it's it's a wonderfully changing view in my vehicle windshield. And especially in Whatcom County, it's possible to uh, enjoy the screensaver that is Hannigan Road as you go north on the way to Linden. The Hannigan Highway. The Hannigan Highway, thank you very much. Uh, I like driving with my family, but I also like driving by myself with a little bit of a soundtrack. Uh, bonus points if you got classic blues like John Lee Hooker and uh, Muddy Waters and uh, Buddy Guy because there's something about classic blues in a monochromatic gray, black, white type scenery after the leaves have all fallen out that uh, really set a mood for my mind to allow me to have thoughts that I would not necessarily consider. Um, I like driving along Lake Whatcom Boulevard heading out towards Sun Valley, uh, and you get to, if you keep going, uh, you get dumped out in Alger, and then you could boogie on I-5 on the way up. Uh, Chuckanut Drive is beautiful. We all know this if we're from Bellingham and Whatcom County. You get dumped out of Burlington, you take I-5 back up north. It's a great way to t spend an hour, hour and a half, and enjoy some beautiful scenery that you may not necessarily experience all the time. But uh, it puts me in a, in a better mood, especially with music as my soundtrack uh, for that. Um, and 
Uh, also, uh, I actually do a little bit of a fall possession purge. Uh, it's the inverse of uh, spring cleaning. Uh, I just get tired of looking at a lot of clutter in my uh, environment and for the things that I own, not my family's, I'm not purging my family stuff, but uh, if there's something that I haven't worn in quite a while, and if there's some magazines or books that are looking lonely and unused, I may just donate them to the library or the Goodwill or something else like that so that others might be able to use them uh, in the meantime. And it's a little less clutter for me to, a little less uh, stuff around and a a little different change of view puts me in a better uh, headspace. I like that headspace. <laughs> you were all about the headspace. That's and speaking right. of headspace, this might be coming to you across the airwaves from KMRE 102.3 FM. Low power. Low power. Community radio for your headspace here in the city of subdued excitement. Your radio, your community, your voice. <laughs> KMRE 102.3. Or at least our at least our our, our voice anyway, Chris. That's right. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So th- let's segue a little bit to uh, our topic at hand, Chris. Yes. Um, so it can be difficult in the fall and the winter here in the Pacific Northwest to really get out and do something, um, especially because, like we said, it's getting colder. People want to stay indoors. And a lot of the times, like, people don't have – they've already burned their vacation um, during the summer and the spring. Uh, so Chris and I were thinking, what if you had, like, a 24-hour staycation, being a, a local tourist, as it were? Where would you go? So, Chris, where would be your 24-hour staycation? I would say uh, things start off, so I'm, I'm talking about 8 a.m. or so. Uh, I would start off in the morning uh, visiting a coffee shop in Fairhaven called the Rustic Coffee Joint. Uh, <laughs> I think it's the Rustic, Rustic Coffee. Just Rustic Coffee? Yeah, exactly. Across the street from Skylarks. It's in Fairhaven. It's a wonderful environment. Nice, uh, kind of a cozy uh, little nook. I like how they take care of how they prepare a cup of coffee. Um, it's just a really nice environment, and I will... Uh, bring either analog or digital something to occupy my time uh, and spend some time in a coffee shop, uh, allowing my mind to have margin. After that, I'll probably walk over uh, north on uh, that, uh, towards Rocket Donuts in Fairhaven. There's also one downtown in Bellingham, but you know what? We're talking about a 24-hour staycation, and, and my theme, as you will find out, revolves around comfort food. So you got your warm cup of coffee, you got some tasty donuts that are just out of this world. Oh, he went there. I went there. Yes, Rocket Donuts. Uh, if you haven't been to Bellingham, you'll know it when you see it. Anyway, great place to <laughs> get a, a little bit of a sweet treat. Uh, from there, I'm actually uh, going to double dip. I'm going to head up to uh, the downtown area of Bellingham, and there's another coffee environment that I thoroughly enjoy, and I've thoroughly enjoyed for uh, many years. It's a uh, Cafe Adagio on oh, Railroad yeah. uh, across the street from uh, the, the WTA uh, bus zone and right near Casa de Pasa, uh, Bellingham's Best Burritos, I believe, and uh, and the Tequila Research Institute, for those of you that enjoy tequila. <laughs> so, But uh, Cafe Adagio has just about the penultimate environment for me as an introvert and a, and a, and a heavily thinking introvert. Smooth jazz, sometimes classical, Never dubstep. It's always a great musical environment. You can have the the clinking sounds of uh, dishes and saucers and cups, along with the of the uh, espresso machines. the The owners, Luke and Diana, are 
how do we put it, AJ? The goods. They are the goods. And uh, I thoroughly enjoyed. Uh, th- th- they actually know my name. This is nice. They remember. Really? They remember my name, and I really appreciate that. So I would spend some time at Cafe Adagio because, in this day of comfort, I want to get caffeinated. So I might go, you know, decaf, at, decaf at Rustic, and maybe caffeinated at Cafe Adagio. Nonetheless, um, I would probably visit the Secret Weapon in Bellingham for lunch, which is also kind of. Uh, around the downtown district. That is Hana Teriyaki <laughs> on Holly Street uh, down by as we uh, approach the waterfront. But, uh, yeah, it's it's a wonderful place to get some teriyaki uh, and rice uh, comfort food, whether you like chicken, beef, or tofu, uh, pork. They might have some tofu, uh, vegetarian options. Do. Yeah, uh, I think they're vegan friendly. Yes, and uh, I thoroughly enjoy that for lunch. But in the afternoon, uh, got to work off all that coffee and grub that I've just thoroughly enjoyed. Uh, that would involve going back to Fairhaven and uh, parking at Boulevard Park, but walking along the Taylor Dock. And uh. we've talked about this many times. We recorded an episode there one in the past. But uh, to, to occupy the day, I want to get some steps in. And so what better place to get to step in in Bellingham than the Taylor Dock, which can take you by the Chrysalis, which is a wonderful uh, uh, hotel overlooking the bay. And um, after that, I would imagine that it's being close to dinner time. Uh, as I would linger, uh, I want to go to the filling station because in talking about comfort food, I want to get my burger on. And oh, man. Uh, there's a joint, in, a burger joint in Fairhaven called the filling station. It's car themed. Uh, those of you that haven't been there yet, go there. Yes. Uh, it's, it's a wonderful place. So, uh, you know, Fairhaven is kind of like my happy spot in, here. in a lot of ways. Um, and however, I would jump back to the downtown area in the evening because generally I would not be disappointed. In most cases, I would not be disappointed in whatever the Pickford Cinema has to view uh, for a movie in mm. the evening time. I would probably catch a 6.15 uh, uh, early evening show that would last for about an hour and a half, a documentary, some independent film. Definitely not something that has... Uh, Owen Wilson, Luke Wilson, Ben Stiller, uh, Will Ferrell, or any of these other wonderful Hollywood actors, you probably won't find them at the Pickford Cinema. Let's just ca- let's just say that they're a cut above most modern cinema. Uh, and then finally, I would either go to, if it's on, uh, close on a weekend, I would probably go to the Upfront Theater, which is nearby, and catch some improv comedy. And that's Ryan Stiles' club, isn't it? Ryan Stiles' club's, uh, Ryan Stiles' club uh, downtown, the Upfront, is uh, just a fabulous place to um, get your whose line is it anyway on yeah. where they just riff off each other <coughs> excuse me and uh, go off in in a wonderfully uh controlled way uh should that be the case if there's any time left in this 24-hour staycation i probably head to the temple bar uh downtown <laughs> and uh have my uh, thai basil daiquiri number two which i was uh indoctrinated in by the wonderful bartender who nailed it uh i normally don't talk about uh dranks ladies and gentlemen, because I am honoring our heroes among us that are uh, going through recovery and don't want to uh, deal with alcohol. But every now and then, I will imbibe. And when I do, I likes me some Thai basil daiquiri number two at the Temple Bar. And that plus uh, an everything plate of the finest uh, meats and cheeses, so uh, eloquently and and, and effectively presented, that would top off my 24-hour staycation of comfort right there. 
Wow. How was that? That was, uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, so Chris and I did not collaborate as much on notes this episode, and so I did not know that was going to be your power 24-hour. That was a lot of local stuff, dude. You know, well, first of all, I, I do love this town. Yeah. I've been here for just about 24 years, and uh, I consider myself a native. There's a lot of places that you can go to that don't involve a crowded, loud Dirty word bar. Yeah. Uh, I, <laughs> we want to keep it clean. Yeah. Uh, and, and no explicit tag on the podcast. And, the, you know, the, the brew fests and the loud restaurants and the action and the hustle and bustle of the popular places of Bellingham are great. That's what makes Bellingham Bellingham. But I seek the subdued. I, you know, subdued. I, sub, I seek the alternative in a lot of ways, even though these hmm. are popular joints. Yeah. Um, they're not necessarily the the ones that are flooded with people. Sure, sure. Have you have you caught that theme, folks? Yeah, I kind of seek the uh, the the quiet among uh, what Bellingham has to offer. AJ, how about you? What are some highlights for your twenty four hour staycation? So my twenty four hour staycation is going to look vastly different than yours. Uh, so mine starts off uh, fairly early, and my 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 cup of coffee and my breakfast is going to be served by the best chef in all of Whatcom County. Her name is Magdalena. Hi, Magdalena. Hey, Magda. Uh, Magdalena's creepery down in Fairhaven. I have talked at nauseum about how awesome she is. You cannot go wrong with her creperie. And she also serves Stumptown Coffee, so Stumptown out of uh, Portland. Yes. Uh, keeping it weird. Keeping, keeping it, it tasty. And keeping it caffeinated. Uh, I'll usually start there, and it's fun for the whole family. Um, so my wonderful wife and, and kiddo comes with. And we, uh, yeah, I mean... There's not, I, I can't say what my favorite dish is because pretty much I've, much like a Cafe Adagio, like Magda knows us by name, and pretty much I don't ever have to order. <laughs> it's just, it's just, it just gets going. And whatever she comes out with is amazing. I think that's one of those life pro tips you may hear about. Uh, when you, if you can find, or, or not if, find yourself a place where, they know your name, and without saying it or ordering, they know what you want. Yeah, that's a sign of a true, high quality uh, establishment. Yeah, and and yeah, she just she that place and her, she just feels like family. It's amazing. From there, uh, if we're feeling adventurous, we typically go south. We'll take Chuck and Nut because again, it's Chuck and Nut. We're gonna go all the way down until you see a junction called the Bow Edison. And we're going to hit uh, uh, hit Bo and Edison. And down there, there is a little cafe called Tweets. And uh, I might get my second cup of coffee from there. Uh, because why not? It's caffeine. And uh, usually down there, we'll, we'll just tooly about, honestly. Um, my wife loves to take drives. And so just getting out and driving and, you know, seeing uh, a little bit more of our Whatcom and Skagit County. Uh, at not a breakneck speed uh, nope. when you're encountering road rage, because you just can't do that on Chuck and that drive. Nope. I mean, the max speed you're probably going to go is probably 55 miles an hour. So, I mean, just tooling about. Uh, and then uh, from there, we'll head back up. Or um, in my staycation lately, I've been doing a remodel. So my staycation has literally been like, okay, play in the morning, uh, make a trip to a hardware store of some sort, like hardware sales, or one of the bigger places. 
and keep working on my my kitchen, which uh, I finally finished. Uh, I have one last project in that kitchen, which is tiling the backsplash, and I will be done, Mr. Powell. Congratulations. Is it, will this project be, uh, the kitchen project, will it be completed by 2018? Oh, yeah, it will. Okay, it will. Good it will. The, the tile, we literally will be taking the trip that I am describing today, probably tomorrow, uh, <laughs> to pick up some tile down in Burlington. All right, so, very good. <laughs> it's the same direction. But typically speaking, uh, we'll hit breakfast and coffee early morning. We'll head towards Bo Edison um, because it's closer than Coopville. And it's cute and quaint, and I I, I like the, the places down there. Uh, stop by a hardware store probably down in Burlington. Hit high five to head back home so I can start working. Uh, and then, um, usually I'm, I'm working at home and juggling kiddo and working and, uh, pretty much we stay at home for this 24 hour staycation up until dinner time. And then from dinner time, we're going to venture back out and we're going to head North this time on your favorite Hannigan highway. Yes, indeed. And we're going to stop at a place, uh, just before Linden called the rusty wagon. That's right. <laughs> oh, it's a wonderful joint. I love the rusty, uh, similar ambiance for me, uh, to Magdalena. Same reason why we go there. There's a few wait staff there that pretty much remember us by name and knows, you know, uh, typically when I go in, I'm looking like I just got done working on remodel. And so there's this wonderful waitress there that just like, so are we doing the ribs tonight? <laughs> Yes, we are. Awesome. Uh, again, that's that's the the vibe that uh, I go for. Is I like uh, being that regular, you know, and and getting to know a place, and they get to know you, and you just it's not that it's it's uh, I don't know. It's not that we're boring. It's just that I like I like feeling a part of uh, a restaurant. And being, Absolutely, and being part of uh, being a part of the, uh, that community. Um, and then from there, because I have a wee one. Chris, I have to get him down for bedtime. Indeed. So my 24-hour staycation doesn't doesn't look as hip and flashy as yours. It's more <laughs> caffeinate, creperate, crepe crepeinate, crepeinate, okay? Caffeinate again, go get supplies, work, create, create caffeinate some more and then hit the rusty wagon <laughs> excellent sounds great uh while once again uh aj and i don't have any endorsements from uh companies but we do endorse ladies and gentlemen this fall season taking a day for yourself yes that's the whole point of this podcast and so once again we didn't have this last episode but it is time for dun 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 Unscripted insights. That's right. So uh, <laughs> once again, for those of you that aren't aware of it or just tuning into uh, uh, our show, uh, we have show notes, but we usually don't uh, put these questions down. AJ has no idea what I'm about to ask him. And so his answer will hopefully be raw, unedited, unscripted insights into uh, his, uh, his, his psyche. So AJ Barce, you are about to receive a call. In the first Unscripted Insights, the Bellingham City Council commissioned <laughs> you to do a f photo of anywhere in Bellingham. Guess what, AJ? That got noticed by the United Nations. Oh, jeez. And uh, the General Secretary of the United Nations calls you up. Mr. Basset, the United Nations Council would like to uh, fly you out to wherever you want to in the world and shoot a world leader. I have no idea what accent this is. I just wanted to make it foreign. <laughs> the United Nations would like you to shoot with your photography camera, not with a gun. Sh uh, shoot a world leader of your choosing because we have a specific place in the front atrium of the United Nations. Which world leader 
Shall we fly you too? Oh, wow. <laughs> Hit it. <laughs> uh, well, uh, I already chatted with the, the Dalai Lama in the last unscripted insights. Yes. And I said, uh, or the Pope, depending on who was available. So I feel like Il Papa needs to, to be thrown in this one. Um, I don't know. There, for me, when it comes to world leaders, like, um, I mean, there's, there's, there's several presidents and there's several diplomats around the world that, that are doing amazing work. But again, I lean toward, I lean toward spiritual leaders, um, not because of my own faith or affiliation with them, but just because I don't know, they, I would, it's something different because they're, they're, they're driven by a higher purpose than just their people or political standing. And I find that interesting. Um, so if, uh, they could fly me out to the Vatican, one, I've never been that, that part of Italy. And two, I would want to just, you know, I would be interested to hear, uh, from the Pope how he would want me to frame him. You know, uh, every Pope is different and, uh, you know, it would not be a token like if if I was flown to the White House, like there would be the shot of like uh, the Oval Office for the Pope and the papacy. I, I feel like th- each Pope would have a different meaning uh, that they would bring to each frame and where they would want to be shot. Uh, and so where in the Vatican he would want to be staged, I would I, I think would lean towards his, you know, um, how he leads in, in his personality. And I'd, I'd want to capture that. Uh, I'd have to brush up on my Italian. But it'd be cool. Well, thank you, AJ, for that unscripted <laughs> insights. I don't know what I, I, don't, what I don't know where that came from. Is that? I don't know. It's from another country. But what the heck? <laughs> you're, you're you're fluent in your Wakamanese. I don't I'm know. I'm fluent in something, but let me tell you. All right, AJ, you're up. Hit okay, me. so Chris, I'm going to ask you a, a deep dark secret, or actually ask of you what your deep dark secret is. All right. Um. I mean, we know that you are the biggest extrovert uh, on podcast. Sure. <laughs> but uh, no, I have no phone call, no diplomat that needs to talk to you. But Chris, in your in your life, you had to be a, a, a afraid of something. Um, what fear, if you could have uh, any uh, resource to be able to get over a fear of yours, what would it be? A resource to get over a fear. Uh, currently, I have a fear of walking into a room and talking in front of people. Hmm. And uh, while I flip that switch in the back of my head to turn into a gregarious extrovert uh, who's able to communicate uh, eloquently and articulate my message, um, I have a fear of all these people looking at me and yeah, exactly, just like you did right there with the googly eyes uh, (laughs) that you can't see (laughs) on the radio or on on audio. Uh, I would, what would I need to like get over? Yeah. So what would it take for you to get over that fear is my question. I would probably have to, uh, other than take a shot of courage. Some kind of talisman or some kind of mojo hand. Uh, A good luck thing. Like when I have this, I know that I'm going to. that I don't need to worry about this fear and the fear thing is only in my mind and not probably what's going to happen cool dude so 
That's some unscripted insights for the week of October 8th. And I think it's time we stick a fork in this episode. Okay. That wraps it up for this edition of Bellingham Podcast. Thank you again so much for listening to us, rating us, reviewing us on the iTunes, on the Google Play, on the SoundCloud, on the Spreaker. And I usually do that all in one breath if you haven't figured it out. If you're in the Bellingham area, you might be listening to us on KMRE 102.3 FM. Low power. Low power. Community radio here in the city of subdued excitement. On that note, from the city by the Salish Sea, I am AJ Barce. And I'm Chris Powell. Thanks again for listening to us once again on the Bellingham Podcast. (coughs) I had to wait till the very end. That's right. Good edit. (laughs) Uh.